Unforgiveness is a prison, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for January will help you break out of the unforgiveness in your own life. It's titled, Unforgivable? How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives. This new book is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040. Or learn more about Unforgivable at issuesetc.org. Unforgivable, How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives, The Issues Etc. Book of the Month. Do we really live in a country where only the left gets to do political satire? If anyone in the right half does this stuff, it can't possibly be funny because they have to be doing it for all the wrong reasons. When you have people who couldn't even begin to articulate for you what it means to believe in the triune God, but can tell you how Donald Trump is God's anointed servant, then you look at that and you go, yeah, that just sounds like you have an entirely false God. Many evangelical interpreters will take that Romans 7 text and say that that was Paul before his conversion. Now, this is an amazing thing to think about, that Paul, before his conversion, was spirit wrestling with flesh. (laughs) We would say, no, no, before conversion, you have none of the spirit. You have only flesh. So with all of the things that Jesus says about his return, there isn't anything that even really implies at all that there could be some multiple returnings of Jesus. When the Son of Man returns, he will return in his glory, and he will judge the living and the dead, and that is the end of all things. Blame the Lutherans. They brought us over here. Everybody blames the Lutherans. (laughs) Look at the Old Testament. We see a lot of prophets. Some of them stand out like Isaiah. Others are called the minor prophets, not because they are minor in their message, but maybe just minor in their size. Short books like Haggai and Malachi are still very important with a very big message for God's people of the Old Testament and for us today. Greetings and welcome to Issues Etc. Coming to you live from the studios of Lutheran Public Radio in Collinsville, Illinois. I'm Todd Wilkin. Thanks for tuning us in. We'll be teaching a Sunday school lesson on the Minor Prophets Haggai and Malachi with Pastor Tom Baker of Law and Gospel. We'll go through listener email and the Issues Etc. comment line. Then we're looking forward to Sunday morning according to the three-year lectionary, the fifth Sunday after the Epiphany. Pastor Sean Denzer, will be our guest. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. Who was the prophet Haggai? Haggai was the first prophet given by God to the people after their captivity in Babylon. He is the one who wrote this book. Uh, Recorded in about the year 520 B.C., and the significant place, of course, is Judah. What was God's message through Haggai? God's message was he wanted to show his love by promising to give the new temple his people are building even greater glory than the old one. This second temple is not as beautiful as the one built by Solomon, and a number of people were upset over that. But God's promise is fulfilled because 
Jesus actually comes into this new temple. In fact, Jesus speaks of himself as the new temple, and he is filled with God's glory. God glorifies us too by making us temples of the Holy Spirit, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. So Haggai's message to the people when they came back to Judah, a number of them did not want to continue with the rebuilding of God's temple. They were more interested in rebuilding their own houses. So Haggai's message told them they must rebuild the temple before they did anything else. And therefore, Haggai's message was heard by the people, and they obeyed him. Why is God's statement, I am with you, so important there? It is important because, as in all ventures that human beings make, there can be troubles, enemies, griefs, sorrows, etc., And if we try and do it on our own, it's never going to work. But to have God with us is really important. And who is that God? Well, not only the Holy Trinity, but specifically Jesus himself. In fact, he refers to himself as I am the God with you. And so he's always with us to take care of us, watch over us, and make sure that his promises are fulfilled. That's the main point. What was God's covenant? God's covenant actually occurred back when the people were leaving Egypt. They were leaving Egypt because God had promised them that there would be a glory in the temple and that that was his covenant. That's found in verse 5 of chapter 2. It says, I am with you, declares the Lord of hosts, according to the covenant that I made when you came out of Egypt. My spirit remains in your midst. Fear not, for thus says the Lord of hosts. Yet once more in a little while, I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will fill this house with glory. And he's referring, of course, to the temple that is being rebuilt after the Babylonian captivity and many Jews returned to Judah. So a covenant is a promise. And this is really important that the new covenant is one in which the forgiveness of sins is given freely. There's no work we have to do. It's a huge distinction between law and gospel. Under the law, there's always something you have to do 
to get to your goal. But under the gospel, Jesus does everything and then declares you to have reached his goal of justification and righteousness. That's the new covenant which he established at the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians 11. What kind of peace does God promise through the prophet Haggai? The peace he promises is peace between God and people. Before that, God was angry with his people because they were sinning. But now, as the angels told the shepherds at Christmas, and as Jesus told his disciples on the night of his resurrection, peace be with you. And that's explained in Corinthians, where God is no longer angry with us. In fact, it says he is reconciled to us. How did that happen? That happened by Jesus dying on the cross, paying for our sins. And that payment was now extended to us through faith given to us by the Holy Spirit. And therefore, when Jesus said to the disciples on the night of the resurrection, peace be with you, he was referring to the new relationship that they had with the Holy Trinity because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Who was the prophet Malachi? Yes, Malachi, we, believe it or not, really don't know. The word Malachi in the Hebrew means my messenger. And we are not sure and do not know the identity of the prophet. This was written around 430 B.C., In fact, it was at the same time that a plague infected the city of Athens. And it talks about Jerusalem, Israel, Judah, Edom, and Horeb. The prophet's words are directed to the priests, husbands, and wives, and sons of Levi. And they speak of Moses and Elijah the prophet. What did God mean when he commanded his people to return through the prophet Malachi? He was really telling them that they were actually with the devil because of their sinful condition and their idolatry. So he was asking them to leave the devil, which they could do through the power of the Holy Spirit, and instead return to the true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And that was the message that Malachi was preaching and making sure people knew that in the future, 
God's special messengers would be telling that message and renew people in the life of repentance so that they might understand how important is the forgiveness of sins. Pastor Tom Baker is our guest. When we come back, we will turn to Malachi chapter 4 and see what the message is there. Who was it, everybody? Who was it, everybody? It was Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now pay close attention, little children. It's somebody you ought to know. Yeah, it's all about a man that walked on earth nearly 2,000 years ago. Here's an easy way for you to help us cast ChristNet on the Internet. Subscribe, rate, and review the Issues Etc. podcast with your podcast provider. Type Issues Etc. in your podcast provider, hit the subscription button, and leave us a five-star review. This will make it easier for other podcast listeners to find Issues Etc. Help us reach more listeners in 2024. Subscribe, rate, and review Issues Etc. today. Have you ever wanted a resource to share with first-time visitors of your congregation to help them understand why we worship the way we worship, why your church gathers the way they gather to receive our Lord's gifts? Pick up your copy of the January issue of The Lutheran Witness, which is The Divine Service, A User's Guide. To order a copy, visit cph.org slash witness or visit our website to learn more, witness.lcms.org. The Lutheran Witness, helping you interpret the world from a Lutheran perspective. Real Reformation Radio, you're listening to Issues Etc. Memorial Press's award-winning curriculum is used by homeschoolers all over the world. Their classical Christian education materials provide everything you need for kindergarten through 12th grade, including books, guides, lesson plans, and instructional videos. If you're interested in learning more, visit them at memoriapress.com and use the coupon code LPR24 at checkout. Memoria Press, saving Western civilization one student at a time. A blind sinner is carried to baptism administered by a pastor. Morning Chapel from Kramer Chapel. Live weekday mornings at 9 Central, 10 Eastern, 8 Mountain, and 7 Pacific at issuesetc.org. That was the epiphany event where our eyes were opened to see the amazing grace of God in the very face of Jesus. Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're teaching a Sunday school lesson with Pastor Tom Baker on the Minor Prophets Haggai and Malachi. Tom, what do we find in Malachi chapter 4? What we find in Malachi chapter 4 is the son of righteousness. And who is that son of righteousness? None other than Jesus Christ himself. But also in Malachi 4, he said in verse 5, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land 
with a decree of utter destruction. Now, that's obviously talking about the new Elijah, and that would be none other than John the baptizer. In fact, in the Enduring Faith Sunday School material, they have a tremendous statement. It says, if we don't realize how great our sins are, then we don't realize how great our Savior is. And see, that was the ministry of John the baptizer, to show the people how great their sins really were. And that's why he had a baptism of repentance. And as they repented of their sins, recognizing how sinful they were, they got an increased appreciation for God in the person of Jesus, namely the righteous one, who had come to pay for their sins, to be their substitute on the cross, and therefore they received not only the gift of the forgiveness of sins, but also the gift of the Holy Spirit. God told the people to remember the law of my servant Moses, the decrees and laws which I gave him at Horeb for all Israel. What were those? Those were not only the Ten Commandments, but they included various ceremonial laws and practices. For example, one big holiday would be the Passover. And all of these festivals pointed to Jesus as the Savior. Remember the Passover? The people put the lamb of the blood of lamb or goats over the doorways, and the angel of death passed over them. That's why it's called the Passover. Well, Jesus' blood was on the cross. And that's why the angel of death will pass over the people of Israel, namely those who believe in God himself and the promises. This is what's really important, is we don't get to heaven by doing good works and meriting our way to heaven, but by believing the promises and inheriting heaven as our home. And that ministry Jesus talked about, of a ministry of repentance, that's what Elijah was all about, and his forerunner, John the Baptizer, in Malachi chapter 4. And therefore, the forgiveness of sins is very much spoken of, even in the Old Testament. How do the Sunday school children hear God's message today? They hear the same message that the people of Israel did, namely through messengers. 
God sent messengers. Even at the birth of Jesus, the messengers were angels. And then later on, wise men. And now in our day, the messengers can be ordained pastors, Sunday school teachers, parents, etc. They are given the message of the gospel of the forgiveness of sins and to teach it not only to their children, but to their co-workers, their neighbors, their friends, their relatives. Nothing is more important than making sure people hear the message of the gospel. What is the long gospel of today's lesson? The law accuses us of not wanting to listen to the messengers. We often think we're more important than the messengers that are put over us. And therefore, we ignore at time the messengers God sends us. But the gospel is that God gives us his word to guide my life and particularly to reveal who is my Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the Redeemer, the one who pulled me from sin, gave me the forgiveness of sins, so that heaven is going to be my home. That's the message of the last prophets of the Old Testament, pointing forward to Jesus as a fulfillment of the covenant that God began all the way back to Adam and Eve and Abraham and Moses and many of the prophets of the books of the Old Testament. Pastor Tom Baker is host of a radio show called Law and Gospel. For almost 30 years, he met monthly to prepare his Sunday school teachers for the classroom. Tom, thanks. And thank you. When we come back, listener email and the Issues Etc. comment line. Unforgiveness is a prison, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The Issues Etc. Book of the Month for January will help you break out of the unforgiveness in your own life. It's titled, Unforgivable? How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives. This new book is published by Concordia Publishing House. Their phone number, 1-800-325-3040. Or learn more about Unforgivable at issuesetc.org. Unforgivable, How God's Forgiveness Transforms Our Lives, The Issues Etc. Book of the Month. Join Lutherans for Life at the For Such a Time as This Lutheran Adoption Conference, April 10th and 11th in Houston, Texas. Enjoy the testimony and talents of Dove Award-winning musician and adoptee Mark Schultz. Discover expert information and exciting opportunities, and experience the fellowship and celebration the 2024 Lutheran Adoption Conference, April 10th and 11th in Houston. Find out more and register at lutheransforlife.org 
slash conferences. Peace Evangelical Lutheran Church of Chehalis, Washington. Biblical, historic Christianity. Whose source is scripture, whose heart is the gospel. If you're in Southwest Washington, join us for the divine service. You will receive Jesus, crucified and risen again for the forgiveness of your sins. We promise. For more information, call us at 360-748-4108. Not everyone is comfortable with new technology. Dial-A Podcast gives all generations of your congregation an easy way to hear your sermons or even devotionals and Bible studies. Once you've completed a simple one-time setup, we take care of the rest. All your congregants have to do is dial the number from any phone to listen to your latest podcast, all at no additional cost to them. Dial-A Podcast. Extend the reach of your sermons. Get started at dialapodcast.com now. Keeping the message straight. Getting the message out. You're listening to Issues Etc. Our school is committed to authentic Lutheranism, the entire Book of Concord, and indeed to authentic Lutheranism as it has continued to be confessed and practiced through the centuries right up into our own time. Dr. Cameron McKenzie, chairman of the Department of Historical Theology at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We're committed then to biblical, confessional Christianity and Lutheranism and applying it to the world of today in as effective a way as we can. You can find out more about studying for the pastoral ministry at Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana, at ctsfw.edu, ctsfw.edu, or call 1-800-481-2155, Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana.